Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one precise page of Talmud every day. And in today's pages, Aruvin 12 and 13, I came across the following astonishing passage. Didn't Rav Yehuda say, the Gemara asks, that Shmuel said in the name of Rabbi Meir, when I studied with Rabbi Akiva as his disciple, I used to put iron sulfate into the ink, and he did not say anything to me. But when I came to study with Rabbi Ishmael, he said to me, My son, what is your vocation? I replied, I am a scribe who writes Torah scrolls. He said to me, My son, be careful in your vocation, as your vocation is heavenly service, and care must be taken, lest you omit a single letter or add a single letter out of place, and you will end up destroying the whole world in its entirety. Addition or omission of a single letter can change the meaning from truth, emet in Hebrew, to death or met. So my next guest today may not write Torah scrolls, but she writes and edits book for children, which is surely heavenly service. She is the love of my life, my wife, Lisa Ann Sandel. Hello. Hi, Leo. Welcome to the show and to our living room. Thank you very much for having me on the show. So, Lisa, you, of all people, know the business and the heavy burden of making sure not a single letter is needlessly omitted or added. As an editor whose job this is, how do you feel reading today's page? This page really brings home the serious responsibility that authors and editors have Words have meaning, words have power, books have the power to shape minds, so it it really is quite important work. So most of us are uh, sadly unaware of the actual work, the physical work that goes into making sure a book, uh, an author's manuscript, is properly edited and prepared for publication. So take us behind the scenes a little bit. Tell us how a book actually gets made so that we can make sure that this heavenly service is performed correctly? Well, the editor's job is to first spot the diamond in the rough, to find the gem of a manuscript that is going to be important and valuable in some way and that deserves to be published so that the general reading public has access to it. So the editors read tons and tons of manuscripts that come in on submission And we basically pick what we feel is worth publishing. And then once the book is acquired, we work with the authors to really shape the manuscript and strengthen it as best as we can to make it the strongest and best book it can possibly be. Usually I read a manuscript through once or twice, and then I go back into it and look for content issues that I feel could use sort of massaging or, or further examination. This can be something like fleshing out characters, moving chapters around, adding scenes, taking away scenes. And then that can go through several rounds with an author. And then after the sort of larger picture things are addressed, um, then copy editing happens, which is when the more nitty-gritty, like, grammar, spelling, those sorts of errors are addressed. The Talmud, in the very next paragraph, seems to agree with this attitude as it states the Torah requires 
writing that can be blotted out, meaning there are some things that we put in, like curses, that we then ought to be able to blot out should the need arise. But I wonder how do authors who often, and I know this because I am one, tend to be a little prickly about the editorial process, how do authors take this collaboration, this insistence that the manuscript be revised and re-revised and that words be added and that some be blotted out? That's a great question. Um, And it's really very, it's very personal. I mean, of course, authors are going to be prickly. They've poured their life's blood into their books. Writing a book, it's such an emotional effort. And it's really an effort of the soul and the heart. So I totally understand when authors take criticism very personally. I always try to approach the editorial process as a collaboration, and and I always tell the authors that I work with that it, it should be a conversation between them and me. I never want to dictate anything. I never want to say, you must change this. Um, it, it should always be a discussion where the authors feel comfortable and really on board with whatever suggestions I'm making, and really whatever suggestions I'm making, I always say it's it's just the perspective and the thought of one person. So the whole process is so subjective. It's really, I think, important to uh, make sure that the authors feel supported and nurtured. Is it time to do away with this sort of romantic myth of the lone author being the single creative force behind the book? Because I think one possible reading of today's Talmud page is basically it's the rabbi saying that, Writing and publishing, of course, they're talking about Torah scrolls, but they seem to suggest that writing and publishing is the kind of work that uh, could best be done when it's collaborative, when it's done in, in discussion, when it's done with revisions, etc. And yet us in Western culture too often believe that books are something that emerge almost fully formed out of the you know brilliant imaginations and minds of, of singular authors. Is it time to change that? Is it time to kind of have ourselves a brand new way of looking at how books and literature and culture is created? That's a very interesting question. I'm inclined to say no, however. Um, Knowing as an editor, I'm not the one writing the books. I'm not the one writing that text. It really comes from the authors. I'm there as, as a guide in some senses. I'm there as a measure of support somebody who has an outside perspective who can look at a manuscript with fresh eyes and and help an author maybe see ways to strengthen or improve, but the editor is not the creator. I think it is a creative partnership, or it can be, and that's when editing is really fun, but I still think the author is creator. Lisa Ann Sandel, may you keep us authors from destroying the whole world in its entirety. Thank you so much for being our guest today. (laughs) Thank you so much, Leo. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again 
soon.